listeners, um, I think this is episode seven. It's been a hell of a week, so I'm not exactly sure. I will say I am in a new location, new house, new disc. Um, and it is Saturday, uh, just after 11 p.m. So we've had a we've had a day. We're gonna get into it, but couldn't be happier to be recording yet another episode of Deep Wise Club. Rose, what's shaking? You know, I'm so happy that you've landed safely in your new home and that both you and Brock, I have seen with my eyes, you're both still alive. Yes. There were there were no murders, no homicides. So I'm really ha- pleased to see that because we were close. I'm sure you were. Um, but yeah, doing good. Just enjoying this lovely Saturday and very excited to hang out with you tonight. But yeah, that's where we're at. What a treat. That's where you're at. I love it. Um Love the prep you did for the episode today. I was just, you know, I was off the grid, one could say. Um, moving from apartment, which I'm going to miss the view very much, but new house here. So we're very excited. We're not at all closely moved in. But as you can see in my background, I have the Deep Wise Club decal and the desk set up. So the key essentials of the house and the drink glasses. That's where that's what we cover first. Yeah. I mean, the, there's a hierarchy of needs in there and you hit it. Exactly. Yeah. Check, check, check. Wait to go. So before we get into um, just a little, you know, maybe we dive into our days. It's a little different. We're not doing a weekend wrap because we are recording on Saturday night because the Dink Lord, he's a busy boy. He's uh, he's going to be off uh, gallivanting around, well, for work and then for a bachelor party. So that's, and like we talked about last week, that's when uh, my sister's coming to town. We're going to have unchaperoned um, sister time, which is Got to be a hoot of a time. You're going to experience it uh, in November in yes. Austin, as and we have solidified. I have never been more excited in my entire life. Clint is absolutely terrified. He's he should be bail money, funeral money, um, all kinds of things. But uh, I'm freaking thrilled. <laughs> it's going to be a blast. Yes. So what I would like, however, to we had a great episode last week. Really, a lot of great uh, feedback on yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. It was, and then, but however, our producer, my husband, the Dink Lord himself, he had a couple rebuttals about, um, he didn't, so last week, in case you missed last week's episode, I was talking about how, well, when we were kind of venting a little bit on how men, um, they don't, they don't close any cabinets. And then we were just, we were, we were spiraling, we weren't spiraling too much. We will on this episode. So don't you worry. But I told you the story about how Brock has never put the lid back on the butter dish. Yes. And he didn't even realize he did it because the butter fairy, which is me, comes along and always puts the lid back. And so he didn't even realize it was a crime. So, you know, we're it's a, it's an educational podcast as well. Yes. Um, as comedy, we should know. But I did want to share with you, do you know, fun fact, that Brock is actually referred to as Uncle Butter um, by my family, specifically my sister and my uh, niece and nephew and her family. So I... Deep in the recesses of my brain, I did know this information, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I had forgotten all about it and I didn't connect it to that story last week. And yeah, and it, well, it's not connected to the story at oh. all. So I will tell you. <laughs> Please tell me how it started then because I'm deeply curious. <laughs> so we have, we've had uh, Thanksgiving in Wisconsin the last three Thanksgivings. So my family from California has come out and we have hosted Thanksgiving. The first year, my sister was like, you know, what would be great is if we all wear those shirts with the ingredients on them. And so she's like, you know, you pick your favorite food. So I think like my niece was apple pie. My brother-in-law was cornbread um, pudding. I think there was, you know, potatoes, everything. I was whipped cream because that's my favorite. I still have my whipped cream t-shirt. And then we were picking for Brock and we're like, what do you want to be? And we listed through and one of the options was butter. (laughs) And it was a bright yellow shirt and it just said butter. And it had the nutrition facts, which are like 250 calories and pure fat. And he goes, (laughs) oh, I want to be butter. And so... We wore these shirts two years in a row, but the first year, um, my nephew was, I think, just a three months old or so. And so he had to, you know, take his little infant nighttime bath, nighttime routine. And it was the end of the night, and Brock goes, oh, you want any help? A little bath time with Uncle Butter? <laughs> <laughs> so predatory. <laughs> Absolutely predatory. One of the creepiest things he's ever said, but what he didn't know is that he had um, just given himself a nickname that would stick. And they refer to him as Uncle Butter. Caden says, Abba-Bubba. Because <laughs> he can't quite get it out. But so he's either Uncle Butter or Bubba. And now, and then it, I didn't even connect it to the Butterland story. Maybe it was just he, like in his subconscious that that was his name and that he was the Butter King. And here he's we the are. Butter King of Wisconsin. <laughs> yes. 
He he did have a rebuttal though that was, you know, he apologized, but he said, sorry, I was just trying to like make all your meals for you, which is true. I don't cook anything. <laughs> so he's got me there. I mean, we'll let it slide yeah. for now, but we will keep, he's on probation or house arrest, however you want to look at it. And maybe now that we're in a new house, maybe it will be a new habit, a new environment. Maybe it will, you know, nurture a new type of behavior. Um, from the Dink Lord. I want to believe that for you, but I doubt it wholeheartedly. I, I doubt it too. Yeah. <laughs> so our episode comes out in the morning mm-hmm. and around like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, I get a text from Clint and he just goes, so I guess I'm not a good finder. And I was like, <laughs> what the? I, said, I text him back and say, what in the world are you talking about? I don't understand. And he goes, I'm not a good finder. It's good to finally know that about myself. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then finally I was like, oh, yes, yes, you do listen to the podcast. Thank you for that, my friend. Thanks for the support and thanks for the three bottles of ketchup we have because you couldn't find one and you had yeah. to buy a new one. Flynn, I don't yeah. your stories. I mean, he yeah, he had some rebuttals and he was like, you are not without, you know. Oh, oh, and the other thing that he told me was that the reason that he couldn't find anything or things in our house is because I'm the one who put everything away in the first place, which one, not a great hill to stand on. And <laughs> no. I was like, that's not really pleasing your case. And then he uh, said that he had a solution and that was that he was just going to get a label maker and label mm. everything in our home. So he would always know where it went. Like the cabinets? You're going to yeah. get no. He You're was like, I'll like just stick office. them all around the outside. I was like, no, I don't think that's going to work for me. That's not really the aesthetic we're going for in here. I don't think it's going to work. So I started putting um, things away in our like new kitchen and ton of like, there's a lot of cabinet space, which is wonderful. And you but as I was like, putting this, I do, oh, I can okay. find it. Okay. But cool, cool, cool. I, so I, I was like, this is where my coffee mugs are going to go. And this is where all my drinkware is going to go. And then I was like, what do you want with these like fucking pants and stuff? And then I was like, also, these pants are very nice. We should get new ones. Like I care. Like I use them at all. <laughs> like you're ever going to put one on the stove. <laughs> no. In fact, I remember being my sister. I think it was my sister was there. And she was like, have you like, she's asked something about the stove. And I was like, oh, I don't know how that thing works. And she goes, you've lived here for like six months. And I was like, I don't see the, the point. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where that stuff goes. Do you cook anything at all? Um, sometimes I have to make a simple syrup for a cocktail and I consider that cooking. It's that is cooking. Boiled but... water. Sometimes you got to muddle, yeah. muddle the berries, you know, there's things that go into it, but no, I will occasionally put a salad together. And anytime that I'm asked to do just the slightest bit of contribution to the meal, I'm always like, didn't know I had to do everything in this house. Just carrying the freaking house on my back today. Jeez. Look at me. <laughs> So no, 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 no. I, I try not to cook anything. Although I will proof some um, almond croissants and <laughs> bake those in the morning. I've baked a time or two. but That's a contribution. Yeah, I have contributions in other ways, which we're going to get into today because I feel like I have shouldered the, um, the majority of the packing and moving of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brock's, the, Brock's painting, we, we have our roles and I'm not upset about it, but I'm yep. just saying... I will like to own the fact that I do not cook anything. And I'd also like to say that I might have some slight flaws. <laughs> Maybe. One of which I, I wouldn't say so. No, I wouldn't. I would just say that there is sometimes, and this is something that I know that Brock will, he complains about it, but he knows that I'm not going to change. And I know I'm not going to change. So nothing happens. <laughs> but I, number one, sour cream is my number one favorite condiment. It's incredible. I love I, it. I'm not. I'm not opposed to that. I it's it's so good. It has to be the full fat one. Don't you come in here? Oh, with don't your, like non-fat or your light stuff like Daisy. No, the fuck out of here. Get. It's I like, want a dollop of Daisy, and I want it to be full fat. Don't. I, I don't want anything. Don't to, want watered down sour cream. Blech. Go kill yourself. Why What's the weirdest that? thing you're putting sour cream on? So it's not a uh, weirdest thing. There's not a lot that I wouldn't put sour cream on. Anytime there's anything spicy, <laughs> any um, heat. Any heat, I think, you know, add sour cream. But one of my favorite just little snackers is you get your tub of sour cream, your tub of little fresh medium salsa from the Trader Joe's, a little chippy dippy, and I go sour cream, salsa, and then they mix together a little bit. And every time Brock like opens, um, Brock opens the thing and he'll be like, 
oh, looks like Caitlin had a snack. And then even sometimes I get the elote dippers, which have like all the all the seasoning and yeah, stuff. And I just good. dip those right in the sour cream. And so there's just specks everywhere. Okay, so and you are a fucking criminal. <laughs> Is that a crime to you? That's a crime to me. Don't get me wrong. I think the sour cream salsa combo, the elote chip sour cream combo, mm-hmm. elite. Love it. Great snack. Yeah. But when uh, when I go to open up the salsa in my home and Clint has done that same action, I'm like, Ooh. I don't know if the salsa is good, bad, or sour cream, if it's not bad. I don't know what's going on in here. Yeah, I, Brock said the I same usually thing. He was like, mold. is this moldy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, is it mold? Like, what's going on? So we have these things um, in our house called ramekins you might i love a ramekin yeah i'm sure i have so many dozens of them from restaurants across the nation yes i have and And i have i have a lot of ramekins i just don't use you should mix them together in there i like to control the ratio on a chip by chip basis so i don't think that i would like the mixed ones but i could use two different ramekins that's an option that's an option that i don't i don't take advantage of yeah i mean there's choices to be made here but it's an elite snack it's an elite snack. So this is all to say that we might, you know, we might open the, uh, not open the, I was going to say open the eyes. <laughs> we might be expressing some, you know, maybe some characteristics of our significant others that, you know, we more just like to poke fun at, but it's not that we're not without fault. And I will take, I'll die on the sword of, you know, I dip the sour cream and salsa. I mix them all up. I'm not saying that I am without my own crimes, but I will say that I asked Clint several times this week to report my crimes either to our Instagram story where we had it posted yes. or to my personal cell phone, which he has. Um, and he has yet to do so. it. I, yeah, he has it. I gave it to him a long time ago. Uh, he hasn't done it. So that makes me think that maybe I'm crime free. I think you might be crime free. Maybe I, think I you might be one of the good ones. Maybe I'm 10 out of 10. And that's his way of saying, no, dear darling wife, you're perfect. <laughs> until until we hear otherwise, that's what we're going to have to go with. I mean, yeah. He never, never reported his crime. So I can't. It's what it is. I, what's done is done. <laughs> what's done is done. All that to say that um, we, we put the, the question out there, report your uh, spouse or significant other's crimes um, in these type of fashion. And we had... Such a wonderful um, that fan input session. So we are yes. just we thought we'd dive right into it. Um, but first, let's get into uh, maybe a little uh, mini weekend recap. Yes, and then let's get into the Dink Teeny of the week. Actually, let's do. Should we do the Dink Teeny of the week first? Because I let's do it I, first. I'm I, so you go gonna, first because you actually have the. Dink I'm going to say I'm going to speak on it because I'm the <laughs> only one that made it. Which is fine because you know what? As we learned a couple weeks ago, you don't always have all your shit together. Not you, you personally, don't. but you as the collective, uh, all of us here. And me today, but get and you today. But this yeah. our dictini of the week is I've it's empty because I drink it's it. empty. That's how good it is. She's a treasure. So <laughs> it is a sparkling tequila rose, which is tequila blanco, sparkling rose, lime juice, grapefruit juice, strawberry syrup which is delightful. Um, and then a couple slices of jalapeno. Shake up everything but the rosé, put it over ice, put in the rosé, stir it up. You're good to go. Oh, and a little tahine rim. Delicious. Ooh. When I saw your uh, the photo you sent me with, mm-hmm. all, with all the accoutrements, mm-hmm. and it looked delicious, and I wish I had it, I was on track. So this is, you know, kind of a full day. I was on track. I was like, all right. The movers are at the apartment. I'm getting all this done. I'm going to go and make, um, I'm going to go get the strawberries and what I need to make the strawberry syrup. And then I got a call from my husband that said, we can't get the Peloton treadmill out of the apartment. And he was, he had that level of panic in his voice that you only, you know, it's serious. And, and you know, things are about to go really, really south. So I had to drop everything because the Peloton treadmill, what are the, what are they doing to my baby over there? They've got three movers that they don't probably give a fuck. And then Brock, who's like, well, how much did this cost? We'll just get rid of it. Like he's talking crazy. No, when it comes to no. a Peloton, I'm willing to take a bullet for mine. 
They're, yes. When the children come to my home, when anybody comes to my home, I'm like, I have no rules. Well, mostly no rules. Do not, <laughs> under any circumstances, touch the Peloton. I'd rather have exactly. somebody break a fucking window in my house than break my Peloton. Exactly. And so I was like, look, and I was like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. And so I went and we had to take doors off of the um, Peloton. Not the Peloton. We took the doors off. The Dinkord is in our chat. I just want people to know. distracting. That if we ever seem like we're a little offbeat, it's because we have this chat going because he's our producer and he can give us tips. He's giving us no tips. He's giving us um, distracting information. Not that he's, we don't want the tip. We are recording a podcast. But they had to take the doors off of... Um, the rooms in the apartment, they were like, it was like all these people and they stripped some screws. It was a nightmare. The good news is, is that we got the Peloton safely here. It is in the garage though. So my next order of business is to make the garage the best um, venue in the house because if the Peloton has to live out there, she can't be living out there in just dust and grime. She, the Peloton can't be living in squalor. She is a star of the home. She's a star of the home. I'm about ready to get one of those garages that those weird dads get with like the NASCAR flag, like um, flooring. That's very. What? Have you ever seen those refinished no. garages? They're so. Well, you should come to the Midwest and you'll see them. <laughs> but people take garages very seriously. And I think uh, ours is a remodel if uh, old Pelly Willie has to live out there. All right, Rose. So we've covered the Dink Teen of the Week, a treasure. I'd love to get my hands on one soon. It's going to be a goal of mine. Yes. Um, You'll not be disappointed. Really, I've, I, with, the, uh, with what I'm seeing over there, I can't wait. Can't <laughs> wait. Thank you again. That was a, a listener submission. Um, so again, if you want to have your Dink Teeny uh, featured on the podcast, just drop us a DM or drop us a line at uh, spill it at dinkwestlove.com. But before we get into spousal crimes, because there are a lot to cover, um, I was just was going to give you just a quick, I, I have a couple spousal crimes that I thought, you know, were very relevant because they, you know, happened in the last couple of days as we uh, are getting closer to this move. The first one is going to gross you out, so prepare, you know, I just, I just want you to know. I'm ready. So I have, you know, do you do your nails at home? Uh, no. I mean, I like trim them, file them. Yeah. Do the cuticle. I do. Yeah, yeah. But you know the little cuticle thing that looks like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Like a. What are like those a little hair, like a little tinge. Yes. So those things, they like clip your cuticles. So I have those. I have all those like little things. Brock, one time a few months ago, got a hold of one of those, or mine to be specific. <laughs> he was in the bathroom for a while and he came out because he was like, I have so many crazy calluses on my foot. And I was like, okay. And then so I, so I gave him like my little tool. And he came out and I'm going to have to show you the photographic evidence, but he made under his toe what he called the parakeet and he had clipped skin into a mohawk. That is disgusting. I told you you were going to be grossed out, Rose. I warned you. Brock Thatcher is a criminal of the worst (laughs) kind. Wait until you see the picture. He came up and he goes, look, I made the parakeet. And he lifted his foot up to me. And I was like in such shock. I did take a picture, but I was like, somebody send help. So that that's crime number one. But just the other day, I, he, and then so I had those, I was doing my nails. I did the color street where you just kind of peel them on sometimes. And sometimes oh. I do it on a car ride. So I had like my nail stuff in the car for a long time. He's like, hey, where's your stuff? And I was like, I, it's in the car. Like, I don't have it. He's like, you're just hiding it from me because you don't want me to use it. And I was like, one, 100% that's true. And two, like, I'm not usually thinking about your calloused feet when I'm making decisions on what to bring in and what not to. <laughs> so he finally got them out of the passenger side of the car. And I, and like the, I don't know. And I, I usually fall asleep a little sooner than he does. And so the next morning he was out walking juke and I was like, just doing my, like cleaning up my little morning chores. And I walked into my bathroom because we usually have separate bath. We have separate bathrooms. Uh, I get the one off the master and he can get the uh, the guest one. I think that is critical to any um, living arrangement, whether your marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, partners, whatever. Separate your bathrooms. Separate your bathrooms. It's incredible. We yeah. have only one shower now. We have He has his downstairs bathroom, but we have one shower now. And that's going to be a challenge. But I, I couldn't recommend having separate bathrooms more. We share on our master bathroom, we have like a big shower. So we each use that shower, but 
Clint uses he has a his, different yeah. bathroom. And I think that's, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in my bathroom? I know. Yeah. I was, he, in this one, he, I was like, you think you get two drawers in this one? You can, you can get out. No. Y'all, yeah. Don't. Like, yeah. You got to have separate bathrooms. Yes. So, and I always know when he's there because there's little details about what he's done to my bathroom. And so this morning I have, I'm just, you know, vacuuming and there are just toenails and skin shards in front of the toilet. Like he was sitting there on the toilet, just clipping things away. And it was just, the evidence was there. And I walked out and I was like, are you kidding me? And he was like, oh gosh, what did I do? What did I do? And it, and he was like, oh, I just, you know, I didn't just I it I can clean it up and I was like I already cleaned it up you think I'm gonna look at your dirty toe skin for more than I have to but I'm just saying this is what this is what the last few days has uh has brought me that so then, is criminal yeah. behavior you're living with an outlaw I think there's probably wanted posters up across Madison it's probably his foot the parakeet <laughs> it's probably his foot it's a wait until a, you see the parakeet I <laughs> I want to see it I have to see it. I won't sleep tonight until I see it. But I'm yeah. also so fucking grossed out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, oof. Um, so all that to say, you know, we're not. This isn't a husband bashing show. No, we love our husbands so much. But, but they I don't have say, a podcast where they can talk shit about yeah. us. So <laughs> I know they should get one. That, that would actually be hilarious. But Rocket Clint started a podcast. Maybe <laughs> it's called like. The Dink Wives Husband Support Group. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not the worst idea. But so, as we've mentioned, um, this is a, a moving day for us. We bought a house here in Madison, and so this is our actual moving day. And I moved almost 100%. Packed and moved everything in the apartment. Brock moved one... Brock packed and moved one box, and I would just like to share... What that experience was like, because I really think it's going to set the tone for our day. Yeah. So I, I say that I move everything. Brock is doing things. He's not just like sitting there watching me. <laughs> he um, is painting and doing things at the new house. So we have our roles and I'm not mad about it. I think I'm a much better packer and mover. I've moved 10 times in the past six years. I'm, I'm about to go professional. I wasn't the amateur <laughs> state. I'm about to, I'm about to take it to the pros. But so we get up and I was like, all right, like, let's go. And from Brock's point of view, I'm sure that I looked like just like the roadrunner on speed at a carnival. Like That's... I am just like, let's get it going. Like I have a, I, I, I'm ready to go. I'm probably too much for him. At one point he said, why don't you sit down and relax? It's not time to relax. <laughs> yeah, we don't have time for that. It's time to do that. And so he goes, oh, okay. He's like, I'm going to pack my toiletries. And I, and I was like, okay, you could pack your whole bathroom, but your toiletries fine. So he gets, so he like wanders around he finds a amazon box and he starts putting things in there and he's in there for like 30 minutes and i'm like dude i've like already taken a load to the car i started two loads of laundry like it's things are happening and then he goes i might need to use this duffel bag instead and i was like you can't change receptacles at this point like you are pot committed to your amazon box he's like well what about this box and i was like oh my gosh, you mean the banker box that is clearly meant for the um, glassware that is in the refrigerator that I'm going to wrap and put in there? You think you're going to take that sturdy box and put your deodorant in there? Get out of here. Use your Amazon box. So, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure I didn't deliver all of this with the um, kindest of tones, but the point was across. (laughs) So he's packed his things in. In our apartment building, we had like these like big, like kind of bucket, um, like they're on wheels and there's just like big old receptacle bin things that you can push around to like bring stuff up from your car. Okay. So we had one of those. He's like, all right, I'm going to load that up. And I said, perfect. And so he loads everything up and he like, at one point he like walked up and he goes, is there anything else to pack? And I was like, anything else to pack? Literally the entire fucking apartment. Like just pick something. <laughs> Grab and something it and take it. <laughs> he was like, oh, I just want to help. And then I was like, maybe I'm being too, maybe I'm being too much. Um, and so we finally, and he's like, all right, like, let's go. So we take this one load down and we're, I'm going to go drop him off at the house. And so we get down there and I'm like, gosh, that's like, what does this smell? It like, just smells like a little weird. So we finally get to the bottom. He took his one packed box of toiletries. It wasn't like sealed or anything. Cause you know, things were sticking out and he put it on the bottom of like a four foot bin and he put everything on top of it. 
So he popped a bottle of Tresemme hairspray and it <laughs> sprayed everywhere. Like it's leaking everywhere. The box is soaked. Like the, the bin is permanently a Tresemme bin now. And he was like, damn it. I knew that would happen. Then why the fuck did you do it, Brock? If you knew it would happen, why did you do it? And I was like, I was being so calm and cool. One, because I was like, this is going to be great content for the podcast. So honestly, I'm glad it happened. But two, I was like, I just, this is, you know, it's low on my level of things to be irritated about. But so his one contribution was packing his toiletry box. And then we get there and our, we have a forerunner and it's packed just, it's so, like, there's so much. And Brooke goes, all right, first order of business, I got to get my toiletries. So he takes his one little skinny box and he goes and deals with his toiletry issue. And that's how the day started, Rose, but it's ending with you and I couldn't be uh, I, more excited. So, we're, I mean, we're still, we're still here. Here. shocked Brock is still alive and you didn't run him over with the forerunner <laughs> because I don't know what it is. There are certain people, a lot of people that I know and love that are the same way. And um, when it comes to that point in the day, I'm like, I am not what one would describe as cool, calm and collected. I am off the rails. I would have taken the box of toiletries and thrown it across the street. <laughs> Lit a match and be like, take your resume box and blow up. Also, let's talk about that. This is hairspray of choice. It's like the monster bottle of Tresemme. Oh, I know. It's black with like a yellow label. Yes. I'm very familiar with that bottle of hairspray. I don't use it, but I have in the past. And it's an interesting choice, Brock. Yeah, it's probably the one that's on sale is why he chose that as his brand. Yeah, he's being cheap. He's, you know, he's being being frugal. So somebody has to be. Somebody has to be because it's not me. It's not me either. But I will say we just lost $8 worth of hairspray. It's it's all over everything else. (laughs) Never getting that back. No, that one's just gone. Kiss it goodbye. Moving, um... I would say moving brings out the worst in people. I haven't moved that many times in my lifetime. Um, at one point, Clint and I owned a townhouse, or not a, no, a duplex. And we moved <laughs> from one side of the duplex to the other side. And I asked my sister, could you come over and help me like move? Like, this is a real no pressure. Like, I own it all. It's fine. Like, it's we don't have to hustle or anything. And then she comes over and she's like, okay, well, did you pack up your kitchen stuff? I was like, no, I thought we could just carry it over. She's like, what? I was like, I thought you could just like grab a stack of plates and walk it to the other side. See, I actually don't think that's a crazy thing to do. It worked um, until we got to like the cups. Then the cups was a little bit of an issue. Oh, yeah. I did pack um, all that stuff up. And with the paper, do you, when you move and you like wrap your like stuff, do you wash that before you put it in yeah. a cabinet? Yeah. Me neither. I'm like, throw hey, it in. If it looks a little dusty, give her a rinse before you use it. Like, yeah. you're an adult, you learn how to use a plate or a cup. You know, Figure you're it out. You're gonna rewash things. No, that's too many things to rewash. You no. can't rewash. Uh, no, that's. That's not ecologically responsible. Yeah, I'm from California where it's always in a drought. I'm just thinking about conserving water. We're, if we're trying to conserve water, we can't be rewashing dishes. If, you don't even wash it. Just give a little wipe down with a towel. No, exactly. I know there's people that are like, oh, you once you pack it, then you have to like rewash it. And I was like, do you know how many drinkware receptacles I have? Take a year. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. And no, so, well, yeah, let's say we have all this stuff here. Uh, the house is... Um, wild. Brock was like, we have so much stuff. And I was like, well, you have so much stuff. And he's like, you get a new package every day. And that brings me to my next super highlight. Rose, should we tell the listeners what we received in the mail today? We both got them today. I'm, I'm over the moon. I'm excited. The roller blades are in. We've committed. We have blades. We also got matching blades because our plan is, is to be able to travel and um, go blading. And so we wanted to get the same ones. Uh, Rosie did great yeah. research. I'm very excited about these. Can't wait to get I'm out there. Thrilled. I'm excited. I may put them on tomorrow. The thought of rollerblading on my cul-de-sac um, in front of my neighbors is not appealing to me. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's totally fine. I was going to sneak up to our friend, Mike and Janelle's house. I was like, I'm just going to go up there and blade. Well, they have like, 360 cameras. I'm not going to be. 
lot of the security tips for you can take a lapse on my blades. See, so I actually think you should. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see the footage. <laughs> I, I, I might still do it. I don't know. There, I was like, ooh, I know when they might not be home. I'll just sneak over there and start blading. We, so we obviously are in a new neighborhood and I can't wait to be the weirdo girl who just moved in, who's rollerblading. And we're kind of like up on a hill. And so that's going to, that's going to be intermediate course, but I'm going to get so excited. I'm I'm thrilled for you. I cannot wait. I almost put them on and started blading around my house earlier, but then I thought if I scratched the hardwood, like I'd either have to buy a rug and throw it over the top or I'd have to explain to Clint that I <laughs> scratched it rollerblading in the house. Shouldn't I mean, feel responsible. Yeah, and I'm an adult. Great story. And you are an adult. And a lady <laughs> sipping her champagne. I, my sister and I exchange a lot of voice memos as we mm-hmm. briefly discussed before we started recording. And I have one from her. I, I saved it. I don't know where it went. It's like, you know, fucking Mark Zuckerberg is out there. He stole it. He stole it. He's a he criminal stole, as well. He's a criminal as well. But I do have a voice memo. And on the back of like a regular voice memo, she said, so I don't have my own Amazon account. I use my sister's. I can't afford that. <laughs> I've been using her account for years. And so okay. and so I um, am on her thing. So she gets to see everything that we order. And she goes, she was like, I just looked on my Amazon account to see if the package was delivered. And do you just look for ways to injure yourself? What is wrong with you? I feel like you are making very poor decisions. She's like, anyway, I saw your rollerblades. They were delivered. <laughs> so uh, we had had the discussion. We've had many discussions about the rollerblades. We're very enthused. We're very invested. And very then invested. we ordered them. And Clint calls me. He goes, um, and I don't, don't normally like order a lot of stuff on there, but that week I happened to place like a couple of orders and we got like some auto ship stuff. And he was like, did you order anything on Amazon? I was like, yeah, I ordered some stuff. He's like, did you get, did you order rollerblades? I said, <laughs> hell yeah, I did. And he was like, oh, I thought we got hacked. I was like, oh no, 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 no. that was me. No, that's happening. We're the order be... of the uh, down, the downy washer whiffs and the rollerblades. That was all me. Yeah, Clint, I thought you listened to the podcast. What do you mean you don't know about our rollerblading adventure? He, I think he more. I think he was more hoping hoping that he, we got hacked. Like he didn't want to believe that I am going to be out on the streets rollerblading. Yes, or inside of our house rollerblading, as the case may be. Maybe later. Maybe when we're done with this, I'm gonna. <laughs> it's the blades. Hey, we still got a, still got a little little left in the day. Let's make this a full Saturday. Let's do break it. those full babies sense. out. I know. I was I called Brockton because I was looking at the app and I was like, hey, because he was at the apartment with the movers, and I said there are two packages in the mailroom that I need. One is rollerblades, and one is a set of fifty velvet hangers, and I need those also to finish the closet. <laughs> Both gonna need e- all of it. Equal of equal importance. Please yes. bring them. Equal amount of practicality, and but not equal amounts of fun. No, and so I think I think we can safely say that we will um, go ahead and report on our rollerblading. Um, oh yeah, how our progress? I guess you could say. I think we've got to practice a little bit. We're going to meet up in Healdsburg in the summer. Mm-hmm. I've already scoped out a skate park that's near a winery. Excellent. Let's, and let's we'll do just... winery first. A little yeah. breakfast wine, then a little early skate, and then we'll just mm-hmm. more wine. They're gonna be so excited to see us. We should probably when those kids made. see these two girls <laughs> just drop into the bowl, they're not gonna know what hit them. And I mean that literally and figuratively. We probably will hit them. They should. I watch probably out. will hit them. They should. Everybody, keep your children away from the Healdsburg skate park. Yes. In July. Good. Yeah. If you're looking for us, our uh, rollerblades are black with neon green. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we will be the oldest adults there. So that's how you'll know. That's how you'll know it's us. And, yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to get out there. When's the last oh, time you were on rollerblades or skates? I have not been on rollerblades probably since I was like, I don't know, like early teens, maybe. I, I think that's same for me. 
Yeah. I, but I've gotten to know on board to film us. Oh, oh, I've only ice skated a couple times and it is terrible. And it hurts your ankles so much. That's why hockey is the most, one of the most like incredible sports. They are just zipping around on those skates. They must it's have the strongest insane. ankles. It's wild. Their ankles must be so strong. I've somehow in my Instagram, you know, algorithm, I've gotten myself into a place where every once in a while in the reels, it shows up these videos of this lady who teaches like hockey agility, I will call it, or like footwork drills. That's a specific algorithm that you I don't know, I don't know, know how what I got you're there. searching for. I'm not sure how I got there, but I'm like, this woman is incredible. Like, I think it, I think I got from like a trainer to a trainer to a trainer to her. Got it. I'm like, this is insane. The things that they're doing, that's not and that puck is not that big and you're chasing it around with a stick and you're supposed to keep your eye on it. What? It gave me such, I mean, I've already had mad respect for the Mighty Ducks and that trilogy series because it's fire. It's a fire series. It's classic. What's what's your favorite one? I I think D2, the Mighty Ducks is my favorite when they play Iceland. I mean, honestly, I love the original. Yeah, I love the original too. But all three have their their moments. The third's not as good because it's a trilogy, and we get that. Yeah, in that but the weird high school, one and two but hold up. They do. Quack quack. Ducks quack, fly Mr. together. Ducksworth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I should oh. rewatch that. I know. I was just thinking the same thing. And then, how about we? Uh, we'll have you and a Clint out. Uh, you and Tiny Boy come out to Madison. We'll do a little roller rink double date. We'll get the boys on some skates. Oh. We'll show them our blade moves. Oh my gosh, we should do like a routine. if we can just stay upright then next step is routine okay so when i was a kid i learned to rollerblade and then when i was a little bit older i was allowed to like my sister and i would go and like rollerblade on the streets well to get from our house to the streets was like a tiny dirt like i'm i'm gonna refer to as like a goat path there were no goats there but it was like (laughs) steep there's like roots everywhere. And I would make my way down in my rollerblades. In the blades? You didn't yeah, transfer? in the blades. No, I didn't transfer. But that would have been wise, but I didn't do that. <laughs> and then I would get down. I would get to the street, to the asphalt. And then I would have to go up the hill. And then I would finally be on flat ground where I could rollerblade. And I'm going to say I... I'm going to put them on either later tonight or tomorrow and I'm going to report back to you. But I honestly, I feel like it's in my bones. I feel like it's in my blood. It sounds like it is. You were essentially hiking with rollerblades on. Yeah, pretty much. I was living a life of privilege. I had paved road. I was going paved road to paved road. I mean, it was, you know, it was bumpy because it's, you know, it's not Beverly Hills, guys. But but still, I'm excited to see where we land um, on the talent, on the talent scale on the rollerblades. Don't worry, guys. We will keep you apprised. Probably <laughs> on the socials and probably on each podcast. But yeah. we we have committed. We are in the rollerblade game. Um, and I Hell yeah. I'm excited. Going to be um, more excited. Thrilled. All right. And so, Rose, anything? What kind of what kind of updates do you have for us? I know it's only Saturday night where it's almost Sunday because we're, we're burning that midnight oil for you guys. But what kind of updates do you have? I mean, there hasn't been a lot going on here. We, I, uh, oh, I know that you're new to the skincare game. I'm embarrassingly new. <laughs> you're embarrassingly new. I'm going to say this is for not women, not just women. This is for anybody with skin. If you ever have the opportunity to get a hydrofacial, you go do that. Do they just, is it like a power washer of on your face? Essentially, but it's like sucks everything out. I ha- I've gotten them many times before. I um, love them. I'm obsessed. I had one on my back today because summer's coming. We got to stay. We got to keep it, you know, sun's out, right, sun's out, it sun's out. I like it. Yeah. I'm trying to flex on people. But uh, hydrofacial, go fucking do it. If you can, if somebody says, hey, do you want this? Sign yourself up. I'm going to do it. Google it in Madison, Wisconsin. Book one for you. Book one for Brock. I had that done today. It was fantastic. That was really what my day re- revolved around was that. And then I, um, our, our lovely friend Carly went to prom today oh. and I helped do her hair. And then, uh, 
sent her off on her way and I came back here and made myself a cocktail and just waited around for you. <laughs> just waited around for me. I am hoping, I mean, that sounds like a hell of a day. It sounds like a better day than I had, but. Um, oh, it's a way better day than you had. <laughs> In fact, you said. Without a doubt. You said something so beautiful this morning that I wanted to share with the listeners. You said, moving with a man is an exercise in not going to prison. It's true. And I feel like that should we should put that on t-shirts. We should open, I, we should have a moving company sponsor us. And then we, that should be their slogan. Yes. And I have only ever, uh, I have only ever moved with a man. Well, no, I've moved with Clint a few times, but it's still every time it's, it's just, it's terrible. We have our roles and I didn't know that moving was such a feminine role. I wouldn't say. Feminine I mean, dominant maybe, role. Maybe we different. Maybe we're with the wrong <laughs> for this particular task. Yes, not for the other tasks, not for the other things. Mm-hmm. Just in you, nobody is. I mean, besides us, we're flawless. We're ten out of ten. Nobody's exactly. ten out of ten. Yeah. So we, we can't. He he's Clint's great at so many things. So many things that I think are way more important than the occasional move. And also, he has Clint has a way of not being around when it's time to move and not like he it's not because he's like off like hiding somewhere but he'll be he works out of town a lot and so it'll be like time to move and he's he's like oh here bye which is funny because then his friends have to help me (laughs) i and it's okay brock's leaving tomorrow night that's why we're recording this podcast early so he can edit it because he's master editor Nobody does it better. Yes. The, the out- exactly. That's a skill set that we need yes. weekly. Exactly. And we're very grateful for it. And mm-hmm. I get so many compliments for him about um, the endings of the podcast where he selects the song and then does the outtakes. It's one of my favorite parts. That is literally one of my most favorite parts. And a lot of times I listen to it over and over, oh. which I don't know if that makes me a narcissist or a weirdo, but I do. And Gotta I do it. Crack up laughing. Every time. Yeah, it's so good. So he that's, you know, very strong skill set. I would say more important than moving because this is this is we need this Way 52 more. times a year. This year. Exactly. We I I I mean I need him to edit the podcast. I should have just flown in and helped you. <laughs> you sh- wait, what maybe would have been a little more efficient. Now we know. So for next honestly, time. that's on me. I apologize to you, Brock. Mm-hmm. I dropped the ball. I should have just came in. Yes. And took over. But but here we so are. For me. But we got here it. Here we are. I will say, however, Brock has a similar way because he is going out of town tomorrow night for an entire week and our house is just in, you know, distress. But my sister's coming in and we'll either put her to work or we will um, start with breakfast cocktails and see where the day takes us. I can't promise how go. much work's going to be done. But he did hook up the TV in the living room area where we're going to watch it and we have drinkware and alcohol. So we're fine. We'll get there. You know, that's all you need. And you and Ace will, Ace will have it covered. Well, we got it. It's fine. It's great. Um, I would like to state that I just had a, a text come in across my screen here. And um, Clint says that my crime, because he is reporting on me. Oh, good. Now he's reported by crimes is that I uh, take over the bathroom sinks because we have like two sinks in the bathroom. And then I take over all of that space. To which I say, you don't keep vitamins on top of the countertop, dog. Oh my gosh. Put them them away. And he has an extensive skincare routine. I have an extensive skincare routine. His sits on the top when he's home. That's fine. Um, But yeah, no, I feel absolutely triggered by his reporting of my crimes. (laughs) Mostly because uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw him straight under the bus. Do it. And you tell me if this is something that happens to you, because I feel like it's something that happens to a lot of people, a lot of ladies in particular. You clean the bathroom. You like clean it all up. Everything's good. You're like, okay, perfect. That's the day your husband decides to shave his face. Oh my gosh. And trim his beard. And it's like, what in the, in the. What in the hell is even that? It's like a bloodbath when that happens. There's just hair everywhere. And it's like, it's like, and then they're like, oh, I wiped it down. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with your eyes? A couple <laughs> splashes 
of your hand on the sink is not wiping it down. It doesn't do anything. It is war crime. This is so uh, this is going to have to happen in Brock's bathroom because I personally, if I don't have to go in the bathroom and deal with it, like that's one thing. It's always whenever somebody like comes to visit or somebody's coming over, I'm like, hey, what the fuck's your bathroom look like? Because that's the one they're going to use because mine's always the one like attached to the master. And yeah, so I was like, as well, it should be. You you got to get your shit together, man. But his, oh, man. And I, the vitamins on the counter really did trigger me. Brock had, like, organized his, like, space because, you know, he was very concerned about getting his toiletries on the vanity. And so <laughs> I opened, like, his side of the cover because I had, like, one, my, I had, like, you know, I have, like, a little pull-out drawer. All my stuff is, like, just goes right in there. And so I looked at his side. He had, like, his vitamins Five rows. There's like one after another. The wasted space in there. Who's that? Who's that one person where you pick it up and if it doesn't? Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo would have shit herself. I guarantee it. She would have been shocked. Nothing about that brought anybody joy. And I shoved everything over to the side and then I put my other bin in there. He doesn't know that yet, but he will when he looks at his stuff tomorrow. (laughs) He will. He opens that drawer. I have a lot of things. I will take all of this shit and put it down under the cabinet because like vitamins are under the cabinet. That's not, you don't display vitamins. You can keep your toothbrush no. if it's an electric. You can your in. toothbrush. You can keep your, you know, he has a couple skincare items. You can keep that there. You can keep your cologne on the top. I'll let you keep that because I like it up there. It's nice. But we don't need 17 bottles of vitamins. And then. <laughs> yeah. Congrats on your fish oil, bro. We don't need to see it yeah. to believe it. Congrats. Congrats on that great immune system. I'm really happy for you. Way to go. Um, but yeah, that's so he he reported my crime and I immediately narked on him. So he should. That's <laughs> that's us. That's us. That's in a nutshell. How it works. Um, yep. Well, I feel like we're on a roll. Should we talk about some of the other spousal crimes that came in via oh, the Instagram? Yes. Because a lot of them. There was a couple where I was like, I'm going to need some more context for that. And then there was a couple that were just so, there's so many, one, why are men never shutting any cabinet doors? There, so we had a great response and I, and I feel like we, we did get both men and women and I'll run a few of them down here. We had a lot of, um, and this is a direct quote. Leaving the damn cabinet doors open. (laughs) Um, And I agree because that's a crime I see often committed. Not in, not only in my home, but in other homes. I'll see that and I'm like, why aren't you shutting that? Yeah. Like what's going on in your mind? Like how, how are you able to even like, I can't just, you're, you walk in the kitchen, there's just cabinets open and that doesn't trigger something deep down inside you that is just a fight or flight response like why and it's just what like happened there? shut them just shut them and so many cabinets these days have that like soft shut you can just slam those babies shut and they just and yeah it's not i don't i don't understand i to me that's a that's a top level crime because it's so easy to fix it it is it's literally the world's it's not like oh i want you to wipe anything down no i want you to literally go like this with your hand just that's good that's a good visual (laughs) another Um, one that i found oh do you have one go ahead no i I mean hit it tell me what you got another one that i feel like hit close to home and also was a multiple we had multiple people send this in leaving like the clothes like near the hamper or never putting them in the hamper so brock doesn't ever put them in the hamper but one thing that he started to do was so how our bed was like his side was against the wall and so I I didn't like see it like when you walk in the room it was kind of out of sight out of mind I would only mm-hmm. start to notice like I would vacuum every day and see it and I would just kind of push things to the side and I was like I don't really care hold on you vacuum every day I vacuum more than once a day a lot I have a dog that sheds oh wow it's I know you are you're you're above me by miles I am a little <laughs> obsessive about so guys, this, we're not sponsored by Dyson. If we were, wow. But the Dyson. I mean, that'd be great. Animal. I'd love cordless, to try that air wrap. We got that for my sister. She loves it. She says she's saving hours out of her week. I think that's the Dyson. Anything for her. <laughs> Anything for you, Ace. 
but hey, love you, mean it, <laughs> love you, mean it. But so I will like take the like cordless vacuum and I'll like shove his stuff together. And like when I don't know if Clint does this, Brock doesn't take his clothes off like a normal human being. If he's take he like has a shirt and he takes his sweatshirt and shirt off at the same time. His belt, one unit, one unit. His belt's always what attached. His belt's always attached. His socks are never either inside out or <laughs> or they're just a big crumpled ball. And so he's like a wild man over there. And I only notice it when his pile gets above the level of the bed. And then I'm like, I better, I guess I'll have to handle that. But it would be so easy for him. At one point I was like, why don't you just like, just put that, like there's a hamper like around the bed, like right here. And so, you know what he started doing? Not put them in the hamper. He he walked in he goes, and he just took his clothes off like on my side of the bed and left them there. He couldn't take them to three feet, but he's like, I know that if you see it here, you'll put it away. <laughs> and he's right. It was, That's a good way to die your sleep. It is. It is a good way to die your sleep. It was creative, but I, and this is something that I've found across many a relationship is that men don't seem to have any hamper etiquette. No. And the amount of messages that we got back saying men are either leaving, they're either not putting them in the hamper at all. They're leaving them right in front of the hamper. They're leaving them on top of the fucking hamper, not opening the thing. I mean, that one really got me. I was like, that's come on. I, guys. <clears throat> so we, ha- I'm, we have a, a large closet and it's lovely and I really love it. But then there comes this time where tiny has like taken off his clothes, like in the, he has yes. sort of like the back end of the closet and like then there's just all these outfits and they're and they're all like taken off like the sweatshirt and the shirt is taken off one unit the pants are one unit and i'm like what in the god's green earth is happening here i didn't think when i got married that my what a, a big trial of mine would be that i have to separate the articles of clothing while doing the laundry i didn't think for one second that that would be a thing I'd be dealing with but and then all of a sudden I'm like why are you taking your shirt off in your sweatshirt who's not taking off like the top layer and then the bottom layer or like maybe you do take them off one at a time but then but you, you separate, separate it no so I'm really glad that you said this because I have been dealing with this for years now and I I'm yeah. glad that it is it's not just me I feel that we were all suffering alone we were. This is, and maybe now we're about to start a community here. People that are all, we all now know we're all suffering the same thing because it's, it's I, not good. I do think that something I learned about the uh, the questions and the submissions that came in from like what crimes mm-hmm. are your spouses committing is that there is a lot of similar like there's it's it's very we're we're on a level playing field here, guys. We're not. Yeah, no, and that's that's comforting in some ways. It is. And also it's very disturbing in a lot of other ways that we're all this. I mean, maybe we need to, we need to call their moms, their dads. We need to take it back to their childhood trauma. Oh, Brock is on our screen right now, taking his socks off like an asshole. He's doing it on purpose. Oh my God. If he had a sweatshirt on, I bet he'd take it off both. Oh, there he is. Never. He's never taken one article of clothing off at a time. But I'm glad that Clint doesn't either because I was like, are you a small child? Like it reminds me of like what a, how a little boy would undress. I just, I'm like, I thought it, I thought it was just me. I thought it was just him. And I was thinking like, I'm losing my mind over this. So what I've done, this is cause you know, I'm very cool, common collective. As you should be. I just <laughs> don't do any, I don't do anything at his end of the closet. <laughs> Nice. I just leave it there until the rage boils up inside of me and then I deal with it. And that's how I am with Brock's pile. And well, and now it's going to be a little yeah. different because yeah, we'll, we'll see how things like shake out, but so let's see, but all right. Should, let's, should we, I don't have a BC of the week. My BC of the week is if you have kids and you have to move, <laughs> good luck. Godspeed <laughs> to you because I have a husband and a dog and I was about ready to jump off the ninth floor of the apartment building today. But here I am yeah. instead. So I'm just saying it's probably a lot of work. Mad respect to you. 
But mm-hmm. our episode's really... Tip of the hat. Tip of the hat. Our episode's really focusing on uh, these partner crimes. Any other ones you want to cover, Rose? Because there was a lot. We had some good ones. So I'll just run through a couple here because I do think we need to call these out. Um, one, one, one response just said, sheds. That I knew, I know didn't come from my husband, but I do feel like that's a personal attack as a person who loses a lot of hair. That hundo P came from a male. <laughs> yes. It, one hundo P <laughs> came from a man. And you know what, sir? We can't help it. We can't help. If I could retain all the hair on my head, you don't think I would? Yeah. No. Scoot. We can't be helped of that. Scoot. The rebuttal for me on that one is when you shave your face, why don't you learn how to clean a sink? That's, because that's what I'm saying. The shaving of the face, that's an intentional act. I can't help it if my hair is just whipping out of my head. No. We have so much hair to give. Thank God yeah, for I, us. I don't, ha- I don't have a lot of hair to give, but I'd like <laughs> to keep it on my head. But that's not my choice. That's not what's happening. Um, one, and this is from a, what I'm going to call a VIP listener is, uh, she's reporting that her husband does not close the diaper genie, thus, <laughs> thus negating the use of a diaper genie whatsoever. Cause the house smells like poop. And there's one thing, baby poop smells. I've changed a fair share of diapers. But I've changed a lot of them. It's terrible. Diapers that are sitting in a container and you don't close the lid. Why have a diaper genie? Why don't you just let them pile up in a trash can like a frat house? I mean, that one, I can I can smell it as I read it. And that's terrifying. And that's terrifying. Um, we had a lot of uh, not putting a garbage bag in the garbage can once you've taking the trash out that is a repeat offense within my own home so that really struck a chord with me your job's not done since you took the trash out first of all i am very clear that there are boy jobs and girl jobs and trash taking it if you take the, the trash taking out that's a boy job unless there's no boys in your house and then some girl has to do it but yeah then that, you guys flip for it then you flip for it <laughs> but that is a boy job and the job is to take the trash out but you have to replace the bag there's you know how many times that i've gone and i've opened the thing and it's just it's just bare bones in there. And then, you know, what I have to do, I have to throw my shit on the counter. And <laughs> no, I'm not getting the bag. I'm throwing my shit on the counter. Yes. And you know what? It only t- I, I get it. I throw my shit on the counter about three or four times and then I put the bag in, but I'm mad about it. And I want, I honestly want Brock to come back and see the shit on the counter to know, hey, I didn't put a bag in, but that training hasn't worked. So I don't recommend it for uh, the listeners. Would you? Would you agree that like 30% of being married and granted, I mean, there's people that have been married way longer than I have, but like 30% of being married or living with a man, a spouse, a partner, whatever is just, um, passive aggressively trying to like sheepdog them into like better behavior. 1000%. I think they're your percentage (laughs) is low. What I started doing is I would take the trash and I literally would put it in front of the door. So if Brock was leaving to go to work and he opened the door, the trash bag would fall on top of him <laughs> and he would take it. That's what I resorted to. And it we love a good trick, a good trap. <laughs> yeah. And he would be like, oh, I you like want that. me to take the trash out? And I'd be like, if you're going that way, which you I are. Mean, you're headed there. Maybe. That's great. And then sometimes he'll be like, oh, the trash isn't really that full. And it will get to the point where I can't close the cabinet. He's like, no, you still got some more room to give. And I have emptied the trash in a huff multiple times. Oh, I keep seeing this meme that's like, or like a reel or whatever. I don't even care. That's basically like when my girl gets to the point where she says it's fine and then I offer her to help and she's like no and she's carrying a refrigerator on her back and she's like I got it I'm like that hits me so deep into side of my bones because once I get to a point where you you aren't helping me in the way that I think I should be helped and yes you're like well no I can help you it's like no 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 I will strap this house to my back and I will carry it to where I it needs got to go it. Don't you worry about me because I have it under control. And that is like what, a lunatic. That's what moving does to you because I have had many flashes. And I can't say that. Yes. No, I can't say that I've been my best self in this experience, but I will say I won't change. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's healthy, but I am saying 
it is not changing it's because it i am who i am here to stay here it to stay here to stay hit me with a cup hit me with a couple other crimes before we go rose i got i got so, i love so much we had a lot of not turning off the damn lights which i feel like i have slowly morphed into my own father where I'm like, why are all these lights on? And I'm like clicking all the lights off and Clint's leaving the lights on. He's leaving TVs on. He's leaving whatever. He's where just, do we get this kind of money to pay for the electricity? Or leaving all the lights I'm like, on. I'm getting ripped by PG&E every month. We can't be leaving the lights on. What the hell? Can't have it. But no. Um, we also had, oh, let me see. Um, these were very specific crimes brought to me by a... Uh, great friend great listener of the podcast uh and she says why is it that when you go to leave for somewhere specifically like you're leaving for a trip oh i know what you're gonna say that it's time to go you're slinging suitcases into the car in her particular case she's getting kids in she's getting things rolling and your partner is in the bathroom for the 49th time in the in that morning. In the bathroom, like, I... Like, are you fucking hiding in there? Are you actually going to the bathroom? Because if so, you may have a problem. Legitimately been times when I'm... When Brock was like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, give me your phone. Like, give me your phone. <laughs> you can't have it in there. And he gets so upset. He's like, well, I'm not even doing anything. I said, no, you're going to play your fucking games. You're going to be on Twitter. You're not going to be helping anything. And I said, give me your phone. Let's like, let's see what your time is. And so I, one time I went into the bathroom while he was in there and I took his phone away and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold move. It was a bold move. I don't regret it. I don't advertise it, except I just did. But I'm just, I'm just saying they are she's not co-signing it, but she did it. And especially like when they're like, you know, they're like in, in there when they're in there for like so long. And then you just start everything you do. You have to like bring up to a level of like your audible level has to include. So if I'm doing anything, I got to slam the door. Like you need to know that I am working out here while you are in there playing golden tea on yeah. the toilet. Because I, when it's time to leave, like, I want to come home and have the house be like, like I never lived. I hate to go on vacation and come back to a dirty house. What is worse than that, Rose? It's terrible. It's, that's not relaxing. I'm going to bring back a mess with me. I'm going to bring back a whole sack of laundry with me. I don't need more messes. So I'm running around. I want the, the living room to be clean. I need the trash to be out. I need the dishwasher to either be emptied or i need it to be started you gotta you gotta clean out the fridge you gotta get that old stuff out of there you want stuff to smell you gotta get the old stuff out you gotta take you know there's so many things that i'm thinking i gotta check off these boxes and then you're in the restroom for the fourth Doing time today. god knows what for the fourth time and it's 6 30 in the morning first of all i don't even know if we should go on this trip because clearly you have some sort of a problem they're, you need to go to the hospital. They're liars. I will be going to Mexico. You go to the hospital. I'll see you later. <laughs> Ugh. It's so, and it's always like, oh, like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, I'll be like, all right, this is what we need to do. We need did, 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 did. And he's like, all right, well, it's just going to be a quick doodle dad time. And then he goes <laughs> into the restroom. And I, that's why I had to start taking his phone privileges away. Honestly, you are an innovator and I may have to put that into play. I, it's not a bad move because like, give me the phone. Like, yeah, you have to use the bathroom. I'm all for that. But give me your give me your phone. Yeah. If you have to use the bathroom, then like I'm not going to hold you up from that. Yeah. That's obviously like a, we're not against you that know, thing that needs to happen. I'm not that much of a dictator, but give me your fucking phone. But Give me your phone. Check it at the door and then you can use the restroom. I'm just yeah. saying, guys, it's not the coolest cool girl move. But it gets results. You take that, you take their phone away, and they are gonna, they're gonna have to help. I, uh, I think it's the move, and I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put it into action. I think next time you should, because if you need to use the bathroom uh, three times before nine a.m. when when I am back in the car, your phone privileges are revoked, and I feel like that's only fair. And if I have to carry the suitcases downstairs, like when we like leave for a long trip and they're the big suitcases and they're fucking heavy, you just know I'm going to slam it through the fucking wall. When I go to take it down, 
you're going to hear it hit every single step and then the wall at the landing. Exactly. Like a lunatic. I I feel like you have to make it known that you are doing more work than them when you are doing more work than them. Yeah. And, I mean, I've... It's all part of the training program. How would we get these men to a place where they are so acceptable? I don't think we've gotten there yet. No, I'm just saying. We're but also, journey. like, do I really want them to be so acceptable that other people might might want them? That's a good point. And yeah. what? Yeah, would, keep them a little feral. What would we talk about on this podcast if we had these great? <laughs> if we had these well-behaved husbands, it, it would lessen the content. But and you know what? We wouldn't want them that way because they're not as funny that way, and they have wonderful qualities. So let's not get it twisted. There's a reason why I married him in the first place. Oh, He's got 100%. many, many wonderful qualities. We're just highlighting a couple of things that I'm like not super pumped about. We will exploit your shortcomings. 100%. I mean, like I, like I stated earlier, you want to exploit mine, get your own podcast. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what uh, what the Dink Lord and Tiny Boy have in store uh, for their support group <laughs> podcast, but... Uh, until then, Rose, it, it's just going to be us. And, and I couldn't be happier. Um, I'm thrilled. We're going to probably have to do a quarterly report of these spousal crimes because there are so many out there. I think we really struck a nerve with the people. And, um, and oh, ooh, that's a, oh, I just, we got a great idea from the Dink Lord. We'll do like a quarterly spousal crimes yes. report. And then we'll do a, spousal crimes rebuttal oh like those people let's give them a if voice you, if you hear what you think is being reported about yourself and you feel like you want to speak out and say something then you can respond to us and we yes. will we will post the rebuttal and maybe your excuse is bullshit but maybe it's not <laughs> but maybe 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 it's valid there's some of you maybe who knows maybe <laughs> but you and i will be the judge Judge Judy. Judge That's what I'm Judy. talking about. I like it. I feel like we could probably talk for hours about this topic, and I love it so much. Oh, yeah. But you know, we're 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 gonna wrap it up for today. But mm-hmm. incredible topic, Rose. We're having a blast. We will report with our first rollerblading stint next week on how <laughs> things are going. <laughs> oh yeah, with our new uh, Dink Wives hobby. If you have a Dink Teeny. Or a story of any kind, or you just want to, you know, say hi, drop us a line at spill it at dinkwivesclub.com or follow us on Instagram, dinkwives, or on Twitter, dinkwivesclub. Um, we love the support. We'd love to hear from you. Rose, anything else to add? I mean, if you love the podcast, please like, subscribe, review with only five stars. That's the, that's if the minimum. If you don't like it, it's a minimum maximum <laughs> all in one. If you do not like what you hear, tell no one. Here we go. Toodaloo. <laughs> Bye. Honey came in and she got me red handed, creeping with the girl next door. Oh, there he is, that beautiful bastard. Picture this, we were both butt naked. That real fucking killed me. I watched it like four times. How could I forget that I had? Your neighbors are so excited to have you in the neighborhood. <laughs> All this time.